0: Welcome to the Money & Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Nelson. My mission, to empower millennial couples to make money moves that won't just improve your financial health, but strengthen your marriage as well. In this podcast, I share stories, tips, and tricks, both from my experience as a certified financial planner and from my own marriage, to help you and your spouse kick financial anxiety to the curb and use your money to create the lives you love, together. Let's get started. You may have heard me tell this story before, but it's one of my favorite stories to tell. So we're going to tell it quickly again here today. The very first financial plan that I wrote was back in December of 2016. The first full financial plan that that I wrote. And it took me a long time. I probably spent, you know, upwards of 25 30 hours writing this plan right it was a it was a, a single woman pretty straightforward from a planning perspective but there was a you know different moving pieces I wanted to make sure we accounted for everything uh, pages and pages of tables and graphs and charts and, and uh, an impeccable long-term model I, I stand by all the technical work that went into this plan. know, it's held up very well in that that sense over the years. But the the final product was over 40 pages long. And I had a meeting to deliver the plan to the client, gave it to them. And at the time, my my process was to meet every three months off the bat. These days, I meet about a month uh, after I give somebody a financial plan to, to work through some of the obstacles that will come up. But i said you know I give them the plan i said okay here's your 40 page plan it's perfect all the answers you need are in here i'll talk to you in three months and they came back a couple months later and i said so how how are things going right how has how this plan gone for you talk to me about what you've accomplished and what you're still working on and long story short she had accomplished absolutely nothing that we had laid out in the plan nothing had changed whatsoever. And as a financial planner who thought that my job was to solve the math problem that is this person's finances, it was very jarring for me. Like I, I spent a lot of time and effort to get the plan just right. I gave it to her and and it sat on a shelf because it was too intimidating, too convoluted, too complex. All the answers were there, but they weren't easy to find, they weren't easy to follow. Nothing happened. Nothing got done. And it was that day that I decided that financial plans are almost useless. Which seems weird to hear a financial planner say. Uh, but, But hear me out, right? As an industry, right, my industry as a whole, right, we tend to have our heads in the sand. I feel like you know we we're focused on solving these problems on paper but not worrying about them in real life and figuring out how to take to pull ourselves out of our spreadsheets that we love so much to actually help people make financial improvements. And that's what most financial plans do. These days my my financial plans are a couple pages long they're very focused on action items and and they're easy to follow and a lot more stuff happens. Right? There's there's fewer tables, there's fewer charts. I lay out the long-term picture in advance and we, we talk through it and make sure that people are comfortable with kind of what their long-term trajectory looks like. Then we dial it back and focus on the next couple steps to take because that's all that matters at the end of the day. The only thing I know is that things are going to change in the future. And so rather than the value being in a financial plan, which I, I've said is almost useless, not quite useless, but almost useless, the value is in the financial planning process the, the 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 work that you do in going through financial planning is invaluable right? people the, the dirty little secret of my work as a financial planner is that people don't come to me for a financial plan they come to me for the financial planning process and what that does not just to your financial status but to your life what, what do i mean by that right financial planning as a process is constantly evaluating your progress. We're not just writing a a map for you to follow, but we're making sure you stick to it, right? Are you doing the things that you say you want to be doing? Are you being the person that you say you want to be? Are you aligning your financial resources with that? Are you on track to get to where you want to go financially? Are you allocating your financial resources efficiently, effectively, and in line with all of those things? Those are ongoing questions that, that are a process, right? It's, it's not, a, not a product that we're implementing. Are you and your partner communicating with each other effectively when it comes to your finances? But with all those questions I just ran through, depending on how you answer them, right, the, the next step to take in following your financial plan is going to look very different. And so we, we need to go through the process of continually making sure that we know where you are in those areas so that we can then evaluate the right next step to take, right? We have the full journey mapped out in a financial plan behind the scenes. We know it's there. It's important that you know it's there. But all we need to really worry about is the next step to take. What's the next thing you need to do? We have this plan mapped out with 30 things in it. They're all important. What's the next thing that you should do? And we can't know that without the ongoing process of financial planning, of evaluating and monitoring and updating as we go, because we do know that things will change, right? And so from time to time, we pull out that plan and update the map, so to speak. You know, I, I you know, those who know me will know I, I'm, a, I'm a huge history nerd. And, you know, one of the, the first places I saw that come out in my life was in my seventh grade geography class back in the day. You know, we, we would pull out this book of maps. Um, in the in the early 2000s, and they were out of date, right? I remember that the books we were using had maps of the Soviet Union on them, and the big map that you would pull down from the wall would have um, the the Democratic Republic of the Congo was still called Zaire on there, the Soviet Union was still there, rather than Russia and all the countries that that, that spun off from it. It's an outdated an outdated map is relatively useless in terms of telling you about the world. Today. And I feel the same way about financial plans, right? They, they give you some information going through the process of creating that map in your life is absolutely invaluable. But we use the plan as it to, to take that snapshot in time of what your world looks like and use that as a measuring stick as we go further. But it's only through the financial planning process that we can help you efficiently and effectively decide the next step for you to take when i talk about what i do i don't write financial plans for a living i do financial planning for a living and so what you will find and what i think that the people i'm working with are listening to this will will, would attest you is that it's less about the financial plan and more about the process of financial planning and the results that that will deliver to you in your life and in your relationship. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Money and Marriage Podcast. If you want to learn more, you can access my favorite money exercise for free if you head to paysetterplanning.com slash money and marriage. Again, that's paysetterplanning.com slash money and marriage. Get your access today and I'll see you next time.